Hello everyone, welcome to the episode 32 of Soul Lead Saturday. The guest we have today, Suzanne Walsh. She calls herself the classification guru as well as she is a founder of her own organization, the classification guru. So rather than me introducing her, let's hear her story and how did she find her passion towards the data and managing to lead that area of interest. So thank you, Suzanne. And thank very you. Happy you on the show. Really it's great to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. It's all my pleasure. So thank you very much. Yeah. So to begin with, actually, when I came across your profile, uh, you took your prior education in the commerce field, and then you yeah. in the sales side as well as on the quality QA side as well. Yeah. And after that, you moved towards the data analytics, which is quite pre- pretty interesting to know audience. Yeah your story and how you landed up being the founder of the classification guru. So, yeah. So well, it's been mm-hmm. quite a journey. Um, so I just say I spent uh, my twenties working within sales, national accounts for large corporates. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I realized after a while that I was doing what I thought I wanted to do rather than what I actually enjoyed and I didn't really know what I enjoyed at that time but I knew I wasn't enjoying working in sales and and so I decided to open a shop in Guildford where I live so it was a women's clothes shop and um, it was really tough I, I managed about eight months running the shop um, but run up a load of debt was so desperate for work that I found an ad online um, for some data entry, data classification work. Mm-hmm. And that's how I fell into QA and data classification and spent five years with uh, the Spend Analytics company. Um, I managed a team, uh, trained them all up to classify accurately and efficiently. And while I was there, I saw an opportunity to offer a service that was purely based around the data quality, not the analytics, not the dashboards. Um, But actually, you know, the main problem that organizations were having was that their data was bad. So three years ago, I decided to uh, set up and found the classification guru. Um, The reason that I chose the name was... um, I, I don't know, I just have a really natural ability to, to classify data. And, and I do feel like nobody knows it as well as I do. I can read the data in a certain way and just pick things up from it. I mean, even things like and when I had a team, I knew their work. And if their work was off, I could tell that there was something wrong with them. So I'd say, are you okay? And then they'd say, no, I'm having problems or I've not been well. So I can, you know, really get information out of the data that might not be obvious to other people so I decided to appoint myself the classification guru Mm -hmm. and yeah I've spent the last three years just uh, building my brand my business Mm -hmm. my awareness my presence um, talking a lot around data accuracy and data quality mm-hmm. um, and I do have something um, that I can share with you if you'd, if you'd like to see it which I think yeah, sure. um, succinctly kind of gets the data accuracy message across uh-huh. yeah, sure. uh, so let's see oh, oh I just need to get access can you see yes perfect Right, so I am pleased to share with you my new video. 
Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it. Um, it was a couple of uh, months in the making, so here we go. Yeah, sure. Leaving your data out in the cold. You wouldn't go out into sub-zero temperatures without the correct protection, so why do so many companies forget to protect their data? Unprotected data can lead to bad business decisions that cost money and put jobs at risk. That's why your data needs its coat on. This means making sure your data is consistent, organized, accurate, and trustworthy. Consistent means using the same standards, terms, and classifications company-wide. Organized data makes it easier to find. Think of it like a messy closet. It can be difficult to find what you're after, even when you know it's in there. When organized correctly, it becomes easier to find what we want. Data should be accurate, which can mean different things to different people. But at its most basic level, accurate data is correct. And finally, data should be trustworthy. This is critical. If your team can't trust the data, they might not use it. And business decisions around jobs, staffing, and budgets are all based on data. So it's got to be right. Like any code, there are differences in the quality of data services out there. If you buy a cheap coat, it might not be waterproof or protect you enough, and it won't last more than one season. If you don't invest in good quality data services, you will end up paying twice as much, if not more in the long run, to fix the earlier mistakes. If you'd like to speak to an expert about data in your own business, visit theclassificationguru.com to find out more. That's great, actually. Thank you. Yeah, so I think it's really important for um, not just one person or the IT department. Oh, where's that coming from? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. No worries, no worries. I'm talking to myself. (laughs) Oh, it's it's YouTube. It decided to start playing the next video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's really important that everybody kind of plays an active role in maintaining data. So, you know, I tend to find that my clients come to me when they've got a problem that needs needs fixing and sorting. But once I fix the data, it's, it doesn't mean it's fixed forever because it changes. People come in, they accidentally delete things or override things. So... Yeah, I wanted to make something that that everybody could relate to, that that they could implement when they're working with data. Yeah. So that is kind of a crucial task, I feel, a very much specialized area to work on the quality of our data. So uh, when you decided this field, actually, what do you think those extra steps or mile uh, you took to achieve that goal and reach to the position where you are now? I definitely think that I don't mind. I'm happy to take risks. Mm. So, you know, I had my shop and that failed. And then I went and worked somewhere and started at the very bottom and kind of worked my way up. And I could have had a really great, safe, secure job there, Mm -hmm. um, but decided to take another risk and and do it again on my own. So I've also got, yeah, I do have a lot of self-belief. You know, if I didn't believe I could do it, then I wouldn't be here right now talking to you. <laughs> um, and I also saw an opportunity. So something that was mis- what I thought was missing from the market that people weren't focusing on. <laughs> and, and that's, that is, and also I, 
I am te- I'm a terrible employee. I am not employable. I, I hate repetition and routine. I love excitement and unpredictability. And so, okay. so this, this kind of job is, and having my business is perfect for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great, actually. So you found out your, you know, what is uh, your, your strengths are and work towards that. So thank yeah. you so much for sharing. And uh, moving towards our que- question, like next question, actually which I am also very curious to know about is yeah. nickname that you come up with like classification guru. So yeah. tell the story about it. How did it happen and where did it start? Yeah. So I guess I, I, I left my job in the middle of May uh-huh. and I thought about starting a business, but I wasn't sure. And then there was an event in early June. Mm-hmm. And there were some procurement people going to be there that I could potentially network with. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I didn't have a business name. I didn't have a business logo. I didn't have business cards. Mm-hmm. So within the space of about a week or two, I had a business name, mm-hmm. business cards, a website, mm-hmm. um, so that when I could go and meet this procurement director that I looked credible. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the name, you know, I just, I really do think I'm a, an expert in my field. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the name is, hopefully it comes across as fun and I'm not taking myself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to have a, a kind of name that, that stood out and was a bit different. Mm-hmm. And, and it explains what I do as well, so... That's quite helpful. That's great, actually. And I really like the name. So Thank you. Yep. So uh, moving towards the next question along the same line about your passion towards the business and the next yeah. field. So how your daily, uh, day-to-day roles and responsibilities look, li- look looks like being a founder of your own? Wow. Yeah. It's, I am a million different things in one day. So I am delivering projects so I'm doing data classification I'm I'm doing data prep Mm -hmm. I'm doing data QA Mm -hmm. and then also running the business so I'm the accountant I'm the tea maker I'm the secretary Mm -hmm. I'm the marketing person Mm -hmm. I'm the sales person Mm-hmm. Um, so in any one day, I'm very active on LinkedIn. I'm creating new content for my business all the time. Um, I'm finishing projects and trying to get them delivered. Mm-hmm. I'm having meetings with potential new clients, mm-hmm. um, networking with other businesses and other people within the industry to, to grow my awareness. Um, I've just literally done a webinar before speaking to you. So yeah, promoting the business as well. So, you know, that's, that's just in one day. So, but I love it. It's brilliant. That's great. And uh, you are involved into a lot of activities actually. And that definitely comes up with when you are on your own risk. So you have to find out the ways, multiple ways to engage and get the business. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing. And uh, next Question is along your expertise, which calls that fixer of a data. So do you have any next, like, you know, a perfect approach or something like that to fix the dirty data? And would you like to give the insights to the audience? I do. So 
Um, so I work a lot with financial spend data. So that's kind of my area of expertise. And I have a process that I use and I share that in some of the webinars I do. Um, you can check your data in Excel very simply and easily with a few steps. Mm-hmm. If you go to my website, theclassificationguru.com, there are some downloads available there where you can access that information. Mm-hmm. It's quite an easy process. Mm-hmm. If you don't have any software or tools or you have users that are not familiar with software, then this is a really good way for them to easily spot check their data. Okay, that's great actually. And definitely audience, I would encourage you to check the website. And I will also mention it actually whenever I'll publish the episode so that people can check it out. So thank you so much. Moving towards our next question is about when it comes to data analytics, what all things do you see as an important factor within an organization? So, well, it always starts with the data accuracy, Mm -hmm. but that involves everybody in the organization, not just one or two people. Mm -hmm. And it involves a lot of communication. So whenever new systems or processes are implemented, it should be discussed with everybody involved Mm -hmm. so that all aspects of that process can be considered. Mm -hmm. And I would say that is the most important thing because you can have the best analytics dashboard in the world, but if the data behind it is is useless, Mm -hmm. then it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there is a lot of uh, actually uh, process involved when it comes to fixing the dirty data. Actually, do you find any kind of specific approach, or would you like to share something like you know uh, that is your approach when you look into the data always? Yeah, so I use some software called OmniScope. It's data mm-hmm. modeling and visualization software, and I have developed a process that I use within that to speed up and make the process more accurate and efficient. Mm-hmm. And it involves things such as keyword searches within the supplier name and the invoice description. Mm-hmm. If I'm working with uh, personal data, mm-hmm. names and addresses, I can deduplicate at the press of a button on multiple columns, which is fantastic. It saves so much time. And I can visually manipulate the data so that it's easy to spot uh, near duplicates as well. So, but if you're just working with Excel, you know, look for keywords, look for patterns within your data. If you're working with, I don't know, products, um, descriptions, product codes, maybe a set of codes will be bunched together because they're a certain type of product. So Mm -hmm. you might know that might guide you to make decisions. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, scan your data before you start and look for any patterns or frequent words, things that might help guide you work with the data. Okay. Yeah, that is very insightful. And thank you so much for sharing that. Moving towards our next question is about uh, any interesting learning uh, that you had along your career journey and you always remember that or learned a lot. Would you like to share any such interesting Yeah. I think you always need more money if you're starting your own business. Always need more money. It always takes longer than you think to establish your business. Mm -hmm. There are 
some people who will support you mm-hmm. and there are some people who will try to take advantage of you. And I, I think that that's relevant whether you work in an organization or have your own business. Mm-hmm. I'm always striving to be better and improve how I do things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm now looking to outsource areas where I can that I'm potentially not as good at so you know if I can let go of some of the marketing side of things you know get a bookkeeper in just to help me out then yeah knowing when to to let go of of some work and delegate and and again that's relevant whether you are an employee or have your own business mm-hmm. it's, if you're a control freak like me you want to have everything and do everything and and nobody will ever do it as good as you but you have to maybe sometimes lower your stand or not your standards but your expectations mm-hmm. and 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 let go you know it's hard but but yeah let go mm-hmm. that's great actually and definitely people can relate to it actually because every person learns from it and it eventually it becomes like evolving yourself when you are learning through your experiences you yeah. learn some things about you as well as Definitely. with into that organization whether you are not or what you are looking for so thank you so much and uh, next question is along the uh, programming languages yes do you use any programming language and which is your favorite one i do not um i use software omniscope which i okay. mentioned before and that does all the programming for me so it deduplicates it i can merge join i do all that with like some boxes uh-huh. and just join them together and drop down and select some items so it's it's great it's i think i wish i'd probably learned programming when i was younger mm-hmm. um I, i guess well, that's one of the other things that i've learned having a business is you know do the things you're good at and and you know outsource the rest so if i ever needed a programmer i wouldn't do it my, i wouldn't learn myself i would get someone else to do it who's more experienced mm-hmm. okay that's great actually so you are more or like automated person who you yeah so yeah so you do actually that <laughs> yeah there's there's yeah. a lot more software coming out that can do it for you i mean i i would it would be a nice thing to have i have to say if i had the time i don't have the time but it would be a nice thing to learn maybe i did start trying python and i did uh grasp the, that yeah. so i probably continue with that if i had to pick up a, a language yes so uh, it truly shows that you know you are leading your area of interest so i would like to ask like you know we always know that leadership plays an important role in your career journey as well So yeah. what is your leadership style and any leader that you always follow or admire This is um so in terms of my leadership style I like to I, I have very high standards um okay. and I train people but I give them the freedom to to do what they need to do um I always set lead by example and I wouldn't ever ask anyone to do anything that I wasn't prepared to do myself Uh-huh. Um but in terms of role models and things I've there's never been a business or technical technical person that I've looked up to and thought I want to, I've always just wanted to be me. Uh-huh. And and do my thing. Uh-huh. I never wanted to 
be anybody else. Um, I, I have to say, I'm also not a, a massive reader, so I don't read a lot of books and things. I, I learn by doing, so I just do lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's great, actually. So you have the self-learning ability and you lead by yourself. So yeah. thank you so much. Uh, so you, that is a unique style, actually. So you moreover like evolve yourself and towards the leadership style as well. Yeah. So moving towards our next question is about already you mentioned the software name as well. But any book, uh, any online courses or something that you would like to encourage audience to check it out when, when they want to learn about the data. It really depends on what you want to learn and how you learn. So I, 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 I couldn't recommend a single specific course. There are loads out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to find the right one for you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a terrible online learner. I'm a terrible classroom learner as well. I, I definitely learn on the job. Mm-hmm. So that's how I prefer to to do it. I mean, I have a couple of how-to videos on my YouTube channel, um, but and I and I look at other YouTube videos as well because I like short sharp bursts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can learn a lot for free now. You don't have to necessarily do a course, but you know, I, I'm there's a couple of great people out there. Um, Kate Strachney, George Firkin, um, Nicola Ascom that are doing some great data governance and, and data courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am part of a, a, a group of people who are doing a, a course for the iData Quality Academy. So, um, there, you know, there's there's stuff out there, mm-hmm. but do what's right for you, not what other people think you should be doing. Okay, yeah. that's great. Actually, that is a uh, great advice. And as you mentioned, there are a lot of free courses available. Only thing is, you have to search. Yeah. When you are interested, actually, definitely you do it proactively. Yeah. Go online and check for, you know, what you are able to find and you will find tons of material. And that is the beauty of this uh, data field, I feel. Lots yes. of things are open source. So you have everything, like access to everything. Just you need yeah. laptop and internet. That's it. So That's thank you so much for sharing. And to end this podcast, uh, I would like to ask the last question, which is moreover about any advice that you would like to give the people to who are trying to enter into this uh, data field or who are trying to transform their career into the data field yeah I, I do get asked this question quite a lot and I, I have calls and discussions with people and try to guide them mm-hmm. I personally have found that I've always been better at what I do when I've started at the bottom of somewhere and worked my way up mm-hmm. Uh, but it can be really hard to get any kind of experience if you've never worked in that field. Mm-hmm. What I would suggest is that you maybe try some freelancer websites. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Upwork um, in the UK. We've got people per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more than that. And, you know, there's really cheap, and Fiverr possibly. There's mm-hmm. really, like, people post jobs that are really low value so you won't make any money necessarily out of these jobs but it would be really good experience for you to try out you know data modeling data Mm -hmm. analytics Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things yeah that's true and thank you so much it was very wise and uh, really had a great chat with you and hope really enjoyed it thank you and hope you will succeed ahead as well so thank you so much for your uh, and good luck with your career journey as well 
Thank and, you. Uh, thank you so much for being my guest. And I would like to say that audience hope you will also enjoy this episode. And as I always say, until we meet, happy leading. Let's lead together. Stay safe. Bye for now. Thank <laughs> you.